On this episode of the West Life Podcast, we break down the 2024 draws for both the men and the women West Tigers NRL teams. And as I said all that, I just realised my graphic as up was 2023. But obviously, we are talking about the 2024 uh, West Tigers draws. Um, still in 2023 mode, I guess. Uh, welcome in, West Tigers fans, to the West Life Podcast. It's been too long. But, uh, as and I, glad to get back on the airwaves, the podcast waves, and chat West Tigers. Start talking 2024 with the both the men's and the women's draws dropping. Uh, hello, Mr. Thompson. How are you this evening? Yeah, g'day, Josh. It's nice to be having a little bit of a break from the NRL and everything that's around it. It's, uh, But it is nice to be back. It is nice to be recording another episode again. And um, yeah, as for that little typo of yours, I would like to imagine that we are completely done with breaking down the 2023 draw sure season. Are. That is an absolute shit pile <laughs> yep yep let's uh toss that in the bin um talking about tossing in the bin a little bit of a segue there no roberto tonight but i think we'll have rob on the show in the not too distant future um there are obviously rumors going around it was meant to be a, a board many a couple of uh a couple of weeks away but uh, a certain CEO apparently was overseas, so they delayed that, and we're hearing there is going to be a bit of fireworks in the coming days um, within West Tigers HQ. We don't really want to say too much. I know uh, on our Patreon Discord, Rob's alluded to a few things that we've heard. Um, so, yeah, watch this space. We're kind of hoping that it all... Uh, come out and happen today so we can kind of uh, do it along tonight's episode. But that's all right. We can just talk uh, positive stuff about the West Tigers for now. We can talk about the 2024 draw and we'll get into whatever political and, um, yeah, things happen in the uh, coming days. But we have heard, we have a lot of people message, uh, message and at us saying, I thought you guys said something's going to happen. Uh it is, it is bubbling away, and, yeah, there, there is word that there's movement at the station. So we'll um, we'll definitely have Roberto on to tell us more when that actually happens. We don't want to throw out um, details and that sort of thing until it all happens. We don't want to jinx it. We want to, um, yeah, let, the, let everything take its course. Um, another thing possibly taking course, the rumour of Jerome Luai as possibly uh, it looks like, well, basically it's, it's down to the West Tigers can offer him a shitload more money than his Penrith Panthers can, and will that be enough to bring him over? Apparently, uh, his old mate, Api Corosau, is very keen to get him to the West Tigers. How do you feel about this as possibly having uh, the three-time premiership winner joining the West Tigers? I mean- I mean, like Benji said in his press conference um, the other day over the weekend, I think it was, you'd be stupid to not actually have a look at a player of Jerome Luai's calibre. Like he, he would essentially be a marquee signing. He would fill a big gap in the halves because, as we know, um, uh, Caesar is like a one-year contract with a, a mutual option or something like that for the second year. So it's he's a short-term uh, problem solution like a temporary solution so i mean to get a player of jerome Luai's caliber and we would we'd be stupid not to at least have a look at it um but in saying that he is a number six we still need a controlling number seven and just let mm. jerome play off the back of them for him to play his best footy because as you've seen um when clear has been out and he hasn't been the leader of the side he's still been that number six um mm -hmm. whoever, whoever's come in as the number seven has done Cleary's job so he's definitely not a controlling half, but he he would still have a massive impact on a lot of games and potentially be a point of difference between winning and losing a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Look, 
my opinion, if it does happen, uh, I'm not a huge fan of his. I'm kind of, I wouldn't say I'm so much a massive hater of him, but yeah, it's it would be a weird feeling having to cheer for him. But at the end of the day, I think he makes it makes the West Tigers a better football side if he comes across and. I think he might be the type of guy who a leads from the front and b might bring some more signings with him. So he's coming from the best, the dynasty that is the Penrith Panthers, and yeah, that can only be a good thing. I mean, we have been bitten in the past with players coming from great sides and being mediocre for the West Tigers, to say the least. But I don't know, man. If he knows how to play with Appy, yeah, I think they. I'd be excited as much as, yeah, when I, when I first heard it, I'm like, oh, okay, but I don't know. We're, we're literally at the bottom of the barrel, two wooden spoons in a row, and to get a premiership half, um, I'd be excited. But um, Jason D seeing in the comments, he reckons he's only using us to get money. He ain't come here. Jason, we'll see, man. I, like, it's... It's a significant. He's won three premierships at Penrith, and it's literally it could be close to a million dollar difference in contracts. So uh, he's got he is, a young he is family. Going to quite a lot of money though, as well. That's yeah. that thing there. Yeah. Um. Right. The youngins you might have seen across the uh, West Tigers. They're doing pretty good with the socials in the last couple of weeks, and with the Young kids are back training, so I see uh, Jed and Sullivan's there. So basically, yeah, all of the young kids and a couple of the new recruits are back training, all the older guys, especially the ones that have been in uh, rep camps, they're, they're not back yet. They're kind of doing their, their own thing still, but it's pretty cool to see some of the West Tigers young guns in the new West Tigers training gear. What do you think of the new West Tigers training gear as I like it. I think we've gone away from the um, like the goldy type of orange and back to a more realistic orange for the tiger for a tiger and like tiger branding. It's good to see a lot of them there. Um, I will add as well. Jaden Sullivan is one of the guys who wasn't supposed to be back at training yet or show up to training yet. He was supposed to come with the first batch of the experienced players, which I believe is next week. Uh, but he rocked up on day one of preseason, ready to rip in. I think he's um really keen to kind of cement a spot in the team, which is really good to see him around yep. the younger guys as well. Yep, for sure. Yeah, start burning some calories, get um, get into playing shape uh, nice and quickly. So, yeah, good to um, – the tra- in terms of the training gear, I reckon it's a bit meh this year. I don't know. It's just a bit uh, a bit boring. I'm a big fan of the training jerseys. They're quite – they're a lot more comfortable than the, um, the regular – uh, fan playing the playing versions of the jerseys. I think they're quite the nice. Club, but... The club released the training singlets in the in the second mm. merch drop today. Have you seen those? I have. I've got so many of those. <laughs> I've got so many <laughs> training Don't really. I'd be. Um, I'd be silly to get more. I can only wear one singlet at a time. As and I got a lot of. I can't uh, say I have any singlets. I don't think I look good in a singlet. Too many. <laughs> um, typically, go, typically go for shirts. Too many Nikola Jokic jerseys to um, <laughs> to wear instead at the moment. All right, on to the topic of tonight. So talking about the 2024 draw. Firstly, the preseason. So the first time we'll get to see the West Tigers again will be on February. So I think it says 16. I made sure I made it bigger for my... Uh, uh, 17. 17, oh, no, is no, it? 18, eight, Sunday's the 18th. Sunday's Sunday the 18th. 18th. Sunday the 18th, over in New Zealand, 2 p.m. Uh, our time, Australian Eastern Daylight Time. And then the following week, they head to Mudgee, uh, an 8 o'clock Saturday night game against the Dragons. So the Tigers have taken over the Charity Shield matchup, I guess, as. Yeah, it's going to be weird playing the Dragons in that time slot and the Charity Shield being the first week of the trials. Um, I like that we're going to Mudgee. We've got a bit of a regional road trip um, next year, which is good to see, and I, I know I'm looking forward to it. The Charity Shield is actually the week before. I just noticed the Dragons are playing South yeah. still. I think I think that's been done so the Rabbits can uh, get into preparation for 
their flight over to Vegas. Mm. Um, I I thought there'd be an extra gap between the week two of the preseason challenge and the Vegas games, but no, mm. the Vegas games are literally the week after um, the second week of trials, which seems a bit strange to me, um, given like acclimatization and all of that. But I think it's a I think having or playing one of this year's top four. Um, and one of our fellow bottom feeders from this year is going to give us a pretty good um, idea of where we're at heading into the season. I read a comment on Facebook uh, a few days ago. I think it might have been, or it might have been in the Discord. I forget where I saw it, but consider, I, and I agree with it. But because considering we've got so many like new halves coming into the club, I feel like we should be playing for the most part our full team in both trials, uh, particularly mm-hmm. the halves, like. If we can um, trial a halves combination in week one of the trials, and that's and it works, and that's the one we want to stick with, then use it again in week two and see how they go. So they've got a little bit of extra time to build cohesion there, because obviously sure. after week two, we've got two weeks of no Tigers footy before we get to watch the team again, um, which we'll get into in a little bit. But I feel like we're in a position now where working up from the bottom, we need to be. 100% concrete about what combo in the like particularly in the halves we want to use mm. for the season. So two trials is a really good time to do that. There may be some rules against like what players um, are and aren't allowed to play in trials week one. I remember they had a thing a few years back where you could only play in week one of trials if you didn't play a certain number of um games the previous season i think they may have ditched that for the preseason challenge that they started last year with the like because of the monetary prize and everything so we may be allowed to use our full squad or our like our main squad so if if we if we are allowed to i feel like we really should an extra rest as well so as we move on to the season itself we have a round one buy you probably heard that already i think every west tigers fans known that and been annoyed by that for the last week or so before the draw even came out. But the the preseason, as you say, uh, might be a full squad. They've got an extra week to recover from it. So, yeah, you might be might be right there. Uh, the other buys is round 13. That is an origin is a origin one round, I believe. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's the week that players yeah. have just been selected for origin game one. So yeah. they won't be playing in their teams. June, June long weekend. So take a break for the long weekend to get away from West Tigers footy. Who knows? Will we be 12, 12 games in? What do you reckon? Six six and six, maybe, the West Tigers, if we're lucky. That'd be nice. Uh, and then round 26. It's, I don't know how this works. We have the, the buy round one and the second last round. Like just, I don't, I don't know how that works. As I guess they're almost an even space apart but i mean second last round is it's it's odd is it they not? did it's yeah it's, it's not what they did last year like print that what they did was every team would have two buys across the origin period and across i'd say i think maybe the first like the 17 teams so you've got the first 11 12 rounds maybe 11 10 11 um and the last six seven Every team had one buy in that period. So you'd have two origin buys and one non-origin buy. Because like we had round seven was our first one. That was after Easter. Um, and then we had, I think it was like round 14, 13 and 17 or something along those lines. Like there were two in the middle there. So I'm very surprised to see we've got like the really early one and the really late one. My main concern around our buys is fatigue management um, because obviously we're playing a 12 straight games um, mm. between actually no 11 sorry 11 straight games between the first two buys yeah two to 13 yeah 12 straight games between the second two buys with just mm. one game and possibly a final series after the third one I yeah. will say though I I honestly feel like round 26 is the best buy to have for a team that's going to be playing finals um, because you don't have to really worry about resting players going into a final series. You get it because the whole squad gets a rest there. You can do a final tune up in the final round or to like ensure your place if you need to in the final round. And then you're feeling still pretty fresh going into the finals. So the teams that had those buys in like the mid to late 20s last year, I feel like were the ones who are best prepared for the finals. So 
if we are in that position um, come late in the season, that's going to be an absolute blessing in disguise. Yep. Hey, fingers crossed. Please. <laughs> Just to be in contention. <laughs> what a dream. What a dream as. Uh, righto. Speaking of dream, this is a pretty good part of our draw this year. So the teams that we only have to play once, the Panthers, the Broncos, so the two grand final team teams, the Storm and the Warriors, Roosters, Titans, Manly, Bulldogs. As there's some big, big teams that we only have to play once in there. Absolutely. The entirety of this year's top four is all there because the Storm and the Warriors were both top four and both lost in the prelims. The Roosters, who are an absolute bogey team for us. Mm. Uh, Manly, who I think could become a bogey team for us with Brooks in their squad. A lot of, and like my golf game, there's a lot of bogeys in this club at the moment. <laughs> I probably would have liked to have played the Dogs twice, but you, you can't get everything you want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can't really complain about that, can we? Like you said, the top four teams, you only have to play them, uh, play them once, and we don't have to travel to. Melbourne either. I don't believe no, we don't. I think we're playing. Yeah. So that um yeah the roosters, very... the roosters as well. Um one of those ones is uh, a game that's affected by origin. So if they have origin players they won't be in the team or they they might be they might back up for that one. But that's like after origin game three, I think. Yeah, right. And um yeah. I mean the roosters one the roosters and the dogs I'm a little bit sad about just because in terms of uh it's a good they're good rivalries to go and watch like i have a lot of friends that go for the bulldogs and the roosters so it's kind of they're always fun enticing games even though the roosters always carve us up but um yeah i mean even the panthers too in that case but at, at this point like i said they're a dynasty at the moment so to only play them once um not going to complain at all uh right so, as we've known for a while, Leichhardt and Campbelltown are getting five games a piece next year. Uh, let me just grab. So, uh, round three, let me just grab my list here because I don't have the dates in front of me. But our, our opponents for Leichhardt are the Sharks, Titans, Storm, Cowboys, and Manly. Um, big one for me because I'm a Leichhardt premium member. So, paying. Decent money to uh, to see the Leichhardt games this uh, incoming season. So, I mean, not the the biggest of rivalries, but and the thing that sucks really with Leichhardt too is we haven't got any Sunday afternoons. I know that's not down to the club. That's Channel Nine's fault. They didn't put us on um, Sundays. So, Sharks round three. That is a Saturday night at seven thirty. Uh, Titans round 15 is a Saturday afternoon. So at least we get a Saturday. A Saturday afternoon is as good as a Sunday afternoon, I guess, unless you've got kids playing junior footy. It makes it a little bit hard to get to, I guess, uh, Storm 5.30 on a Saturday round 18. Um, family friendly, I guess. You can still take the kids, I guess. Uh, Close enough and to family the, friendly. Yeah. And then not family friendly. School nights, two Thursday nights, Cowboys round 22 and uh, Manly round 25. So they're Thursday night footy, which kind of kind of sucks. Going to having having Leichhardt games on a school night, it's kind of kind of sucky as. Oh, absolutely. And I agree with you. I think the worst part about our draw is the fact we don't have a single Sunday game at Leichhardt. It's the best place. Like the suburban grounds are the best place for those um, those Sunday four o'clock games in particular because they are they are so family friendly. Like you've usually got a good afternoon. Um, it's just going into evening, um, and it's a really good time slot I think for a lot of people to get to games as well because a lot of people obviously have Sunday Sundays off off work. Um, so I'm really disappointed we don't get any of those at Leichhardt. Leichhardt being my favourite place to play, I'll take whatever we can get. I'll be there at all five. Um, yeah, I did. So, <laughs> but yeah, the matchups as well, I think are a little bit strange. We haven't really got any, like you said, we haven't really got any of our big rivals. I mean, mm. we've got the Cowboys there and we play them there almost every year. Um, the grand, the team we beat in the grand final. Sharks is a bit of a, not really much of a rivalry there. We don't really mm. have much of a rivalry with the Titans or the Storm either. 
there may be a bit of a rivalry that they'll hype up in the lead up to that Manly game um, being the only time yeah, we Manly, play them all season. It's crazy that that's the, the only time we play Manly all year. I thought the Luke Brooks revenge game would be like early in the year. Like There was a rumor think... going around at one point that we were going to play them um, on Anzac round. Yeah, that, and that, yeah, I don't know. It was a media did, a media outlet did say that too, which I thought Code, Code Sports it was. Code Sports said that, and it, yeah. it was in quite the contrast to what I had seen on um, League Unlimited, the Daily Telly, and all those other places where they dropped the leaks. Mm. I'm glad. Maybe they thought they saw round twenty five, and they were thinking April twenty five. Is it April twenty five? Anzac Day twenty four. Yeah, yeah, April twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah, maybe they. Um, yeah, they saw 25 and thought Anzac Day. I don't know. Um, yeah, so like uh, someone did shouts to Gavin on Twitter. He mentioned to our Twitter account today in our posts about this. He reckons his theory about Leichhardt Oval is it's very hard for the TV crews, the Channel 9 crews, to set up at Leichhardt Oval. And he reckons there's no Sundays because maybe staff get paid is it, they have to pay a lot more staff to set up Leichhardt Oval for broadcast. So he reckons maybe Sundays, they don't like Sundays because it costs more in staff. That was his theories. Whether that's well, they, got legs to it, I don't know. The, but... um, they stopped doing like the tent that they set up at some of the grounds. And I thought that maybe that was their thing. Like they just started going with the like the stand on the sideline in the corner or something like that for a lot of venues, especially the suburban venues, yep. as opposed to having like the, the Channel 9 tent um, marquee thing set up on the hill somewhere. Yeah, and maybe it's hard to share it with Fox as well because they obviously mm, possibly they yeah any Channel Nine game, uh, Fox are there as well now. So um, I don't know if anyone's got inside knowledge on that. Let us know. But um, yeah, in- interesting theory. Anyway, righto, Campbelltown. A few spicy um, matchups here or out at Sea Town. So round two, we have not round two. We have on, where's my list here? Uh, I lost my Campbelltown. Round six, we have the Dragons on a Sunday afternoon. This look, if either of these teams are going okay, man, this this should be a sellout. Really, like it's not a far for sure. drive for the Wollong, for the Wollongong St George. Huge fan base. Um, yeah, Sunday afternoon at Campbelltown, round six might not be too cold by then. Still, still somewhat the autumn. Why not be April? So yeah, yeah. not oh, too. Uh, hopefully, not too cold. Um, yeah, that that should be that should be a packed house. If if Campbelltown's ever going to get a packed house, I think that that game might be it. Possibly the South one later in the year if um, if the Tigers are going or somewhat in finals contention. That'll um, be pretty good. But round eight, Broncos, Saturday at 5.30. That's um, Anzac round. Right. Okay. So we'll see uh, what US troops we're wearing on our jersey that round. <laughs> uh, round 16, the Raiders on a Sunday afternoon as well. Again, Campbelltown, I believe, is the closest drive for Canberra people. So um, there were a fair amount of Canberra fans at that game. That of course we should have won um, last year at Campbelltown or this year at Campbelltown, and round twenty-four against South. That's a Saturday night, seven thirty. That should be, like I said, if the Tigers are doing pretty well in a finals contention, I think that should be a packed house. South's obviously um, a big, big fan base as well. And last game of the year is at Campbelltown. Is a Friday six p.m. at Campbelltown against the Eels. What the fuck are they thinking putting this at a 6 p.m. Friday time slot? Eels, massive rivalry. Last game could have finals contention um, implications to it, and we're going to rush up the M2 to get to Campbelltown mm-hmm. by 6 o'clock on a Friday afternoon. Come on. Like, it's just... I know it's... Like, someone has to be the 6 p.m. slot, but Tigers, Eels... Make it the PM, Warriors. Well, it usually is the Warriors. Maybe they want the Warriors to get a yeah a night off. The, the Warriors, I, 
I haven't paid attention to a lot of the other teams' draws and like the amount of free-to-air games they get, but maybe the sudden resurgence of the Warriors means they're getting a few more of like maybe the Sunday, the Sunday afternoon televised games on nine, um, because that's not too late over there for them. Whereas the other televised games, you got your Thursday night, your Friday night, and in the back end of the season, they had a Saturday night one in as well. So I feel like maybe that's a, that's something that Channel Nine have wanted to do. Get the get the Warriors in a lot more considering they had such a good year this year. And just on those Campbelltown games and the Leichhardt games as well there, Josh, um, if you're talking about preparation or like good preparation for a lead into a potential final series, the last four rounds of the season, we don't leave home. We've got home games in rounds Mm. 24, 25 and 27 with a buy in there. So if the team is in contention for the finals, we'll be in a very good position um, with three home games there and two of them against Sydney rivals and who also could be vying for top four, top eight spots, depending on how their seasons go. Like, obviously there's a long way to go like to get from round one all the way to August, but there could, like you said, there could be a lot riding on those mm. last few home games and those rivalries we have. Like we don't leave Sydney. We play three Sydney teams um, with a buy in the middle. So it's, it'll, it could be a quite an interesting end to the season, all things considered. Yeah, so if we're basically that 50 percent wins there. It um, yeah, we'd be good good chance to come home strong. That means it's some tough rivals, but uh, if you yeah, that's it, that's when you want to be peaking in your performances. So, uh, yeah, that's a very good point. As didn't even think about that one. That's why you bring me on for these ones, isn't it, Josh? That's it. You're the, <laughs> you're the stats man. You're the stats man. Um, other home games. So Tamworth, that is round 10. Uh, that is a Saturday afternoon against the Knights. I believe the first game ever at Tamworth. I think, I believe I believe it. I was there. I, I did witness that game. I did go out to Tamworth for that game. So playing against Newcastle, which kind of sucks because they are the closest easily the closest team to Tamworth. So it's probably going to be a pretty Knights heavy crowd, you would think. But And it's a small capacity stadium anyway. But um, yeah, whatever. It, um, I, don't, I don't mind them taking every team taking one game to, uh, I mean, to the country. We're, so We're not taking a Sydney rival there again like we have done the last two times. Yeah, like we played true. the Sharks there and we played the Rabbits there. I feel like it makes a lot more sense playing either and like an out of Sydney team or an out of state team. Yeah. So I don't mind playing the Knights there. It's not that far for them to travel. Um, hopefully get a decent crowd, decent atmosphere. Maybe both teams right. could still be going well at round 10. Hmm. Oh, it will sell out. There'll be a sellout for sure. I mean, it only holds oh, it, all, it always does. 5,000 or something. Um, that's a good point, As Yeah, Knights are a team that I don't really care about watching in Sydney. You're Like you said, South, South uh, Tigers. Although that... We'll get to that. Our, we're technically taking, well, South are technically taking our game to the country somewhat. Uh, Magic round, it's a home game for the Tigers. Again, so dumb. Half the teams in the NRL have to burn a home game. The Broncos uh, aren't one of them. Again, they get a home game at their home ground, an away game at their home ground. We are the last game of Magic Magic round was Sunday night against the Dolphins. Uh, yeah. What are your thoughts on this one? As I think we were the last game, were we the last um, game last year? We have been the last two, two, we were two the last years game. ago. Two, two years, years ago, ago, we were the last game when we played the Cowboys. Last year, we were the first game of Sunday when we played the Dragons. Well, this year, we were the first game of Sunday when we played the Dragons. Yeah, I mean, kind of. And yeah, sorry. I mean, it kind of sucks if you're heading up there. Usually, people have left. By that game, we've gone to the airport to fly home as well. Someone is flying home Sunday night, so it might not be quite uh, a packed house. But um, yeah, not not as really. For, much. I'll um I'll add as well. There's a, we've got an interesting little period at that point. So if you look at the games we play, I'll briefly touch on this. Round nine, we've got an away game. Round 10 and at round 11 are our two home games away from home. And we have another away game in round 12 as well. So we're basically on a four-week um, four road trip into our, leading into our second bye that gradually mm. takes us further and further 
up um, up towards the tippity top of Queensland. So it's a, it's an mm. interesting one. Um, but I'll... as for playing a Queensland team on in Magic Round in that final game, it kind of guarantees that a decent chunk of the crowd are going to stay there because you'll get a lot of um, a lot of fans of the Queensland teams because they play at different True. times. I think the Cowboys. And the Dolphins both play on Sunday. I think okay. the Titans play Saturday. Um, and with the Broncos on Friday, they're, they're kind of like the draw cards of each day. So hmm. there should still be decent crowds there for the game. We'll probably be heavily outnumbered for a home game, though, considering we are playing one of the Queensland teams. But, I mean, taking a home game there basically guarantees that we'll play there because I've seen hmm. all over social media Um recently that people are saying the team who won the wooden spoon should miss out on magic round. That's like, yeah, well, your theory there kind of sucks because not every team wants to, is willing to take a home game up there. And if the wooden spoon team is willing to take a home game up there, mm. I guess they're going to be playing. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, no dragons. Yeah. They're the team missing out uh, next year. Uh, Rachel said on Facebook, why can't the four Queensland teams play each other in magic round? Look, the magic round, Matchups, I think, don't need to be rivals because when you play against a local rival, that game on itself can kind of promote itself. So I don't mind the as as already mentioned, the four Queensland teams being spread out to kind of create four different um, hype games. Yeah, you wouldn't. I think you definitely wouldn't burn like Cowboys Broncos has become. Um, a real institution, like the pinnacle, in of Queensland, like yeah. The league, yeah. So you wouldn't burn that rivalry. Titans and Dolphins, I guess you don't care quite as much, but yeah, no, I don't mind them being spread out and us just playing against the Dolphins because, um, like we played the Dolphins in Sydney last year uh, towards the end of the season and no one really cared. So, um, no, I, I don't mind it. Happy cared. Happy very well, much cared. Okay, I cared in the 79th minute. I cared. <laughs> I definitely cared when the the uh, the the penalty goal hit the crossbar and went over. I oh definitely yeah, cared. I definitely cared when uh, I hugged Sean Bloor after that game too, just quietly. <laughs> uh, Easter Monday. That's an away game next year, so we're gonna have to fight Eels fans for tickets. If you want to go to Combank Stadium, kind of sucks. I prefer it to beat ANZ Stadium, but at the same time, I'm glad it. We don't have to burn um, a home game for it. I'm going to try my best to get along to that one. I think I've been. They might. Um, they might try blocking it off to just their members again, like they did. A couple yeah, years ago. they made me buy a fucking membership last year. Um, members, I sold the members packs on um, Facebook Marketplace, so at least I got a bit of money for that back. Um, I didn't toss them into a fire like I wanted to, but. Uh, yeah, that should be... Look, if we can win by a field goal again, that'd be nice. Uh, like I'd rather win one. by more. Um, I'm already going grey. I don't need any more grey hairs from the Tigers. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a win. However, Win by half a point. I don't care. But um, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Like you said, they better not do the membership bullshit, the Eels, because, yeah, it's going to be hard to get tickets to that one. So, I don't know. It always feels a bit... Even though... A core stadium isn't as good to watch footy. Like they tend to get more people there than you can fit a combat stadium. And the Easter I shows think, next door, like it's like a cool, just a real cool atmosphere when it's. I think some of the bush. better crowds. I think some of the better crowds for the uh, for the Easter Monday games before Combank was built were in the forty thousands, and mm. Combank's capacity is only thirty thousand. So. Yeah, there were there were a lot of Easter Monday games. I think we started playing Easter Monday as a bit of a traditional game back in fourteen. It might have been. So next year will be the eleventh year of that. But yeah, a lot a lot of the games that were played at a core, we had upwards of forty thousand. So mm. we were able to get pretty decent crowds, and obviously yeah. that's a lot more limited playing at Combank. Yeah, when you can fill half the stadium, it's not a bad stadium to watch footy at. So. Uh, our road games, so um, or our away games. Sorry, I'm kind of in American sport mode. It's very American of me to say <laughs> road road games, but they are technically games that we go on the road to. So first game of the year, round two against Canberra, uh, Saturday afternoon, three p.m. Uh, like a, 
we just mentioned the Eels on a Monday, Easter Monday, round five, Dolphins at Suncorp. So we're playing the Dolphins twice at Suncorp in um, the same year. Six That's weeks. a Saturday. <laughs> yeah, Saturday, 7.30. Uh, Panthers and Bathurst again. So fingers crossed it can be a repeat of last year. That's a Saturday afternoon if you want to head out to um, almost as close to as hometown. Uh, any recommendations for Bathurst? What's the best pub in Bathurst to go to as for a city? Oh, I There's don't a lot actually of them. Know, I don't actually know too many of the pubs in Bathurst, to be totally honest with you. Um, I will say, though, this is the first time a team has gone back to Bathurst to play the Panthers in consecutive seasons. Mm. So that's uh, a fun little fact for for this one. We're going for back-to-back. Back-to-back wins in Bathurst. They and I think we're one of only two teams to we're only one. We're one of only two teams to beat the Panthers in Bathurst. I mm. think the Storm are the other one. Before yeah, the Panthers we got one. So you're saying we own the Panthers? As is that what you're saying? In Bathurst, we do anyway. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Doggies, a core stadium. So much closer uh, for us as a core stadium. Saturday afternoon, three p.m. Um, I'll be walking walking off to that one. So. That should be a good crowd. Again, if the two teams are doing pretty well, Saturday afternoon at Homebush, two big, uh, big rivals. I, I would like to think that can be a 20, 30,000. I mean, back in the day, like, uh, like 2005 when we beat them 50 to two, like Doggies Tigers games in the past when the teams were decent, we had some massive crowds against them. So fingers crossed. Uh, as much as I hate the Bulldogs, it would be nice to yeah have a little bit of a bit more uh, yeah a bit more tension, a bit more heart in the games. So it would be still be round round nine, but you'd hope that your team's not out of contention in round nine. So still a bit of hope for both fan bases. Uh, round twelve, Cowboys up in Townsville on a Friday at six pm. It's very rare for the Cowboys to get that time slot. They normally get a Saturday, very hard for. There's a lot of out of towners that drive the Cowboys game, so I don't know why they gave him uh, Friday 6 p.m. there, but whatever. It's in Townsville; it doesn't affect us. We'll knock off work on that Friday we, afternoon. We know and what they'll it. all be talking about in the lead up to that game as well. So hopefully, the team can put the noise surrounding that one out out of the back of their minds. But I will like touch on what I said before. So. I mentioned before that we have a four-game basically on the road stretch where we start with that Bulldogs away game. Mm. We go up to Tamworth. We go up to Brisbane. And then on a five-day turn... That's also on a five-day turnaround as well, Josh, that um, Mm. Cowboys game from the Sunday to the Friday. So it's a really short turnaround to go from Brisbane up to Townsville. Mm. Um, But we do come back and have a bye after that. So it kind of... That kind of helps, but that will be a tough little stretch in there with those basically gradually progressing up the border away games. I would assume they don't come back to Sydney then. They wouldn't come back to Sydney the fly. I don't up think they to Townsville. Would. Yeah, Sure they go from they Brisbane they'd, to Townsville. They'd go they'd go yeah, they'd go they'd also hmm. go straight from um straight from Tamworth up to Suncorp, I reckon. Just get a bit of extra early preparation in up there. Yeah, make it a bit of a camp sort of thing. It's um, like a three, almost a four week long camp. Hmm. Uh, round 14 against the Dragons down in the Wollongong, Friday, 8 p.m. Uh, yeah, that might be a decent one, again, if the team's doing okay. Wollongong's a pretty cool place to watch the footy. Probably be a little bit cold on a Friday night on the ocean, but, um, yeah, I might try and head head to that one. It's like early down. June, so the start of winter. Winter hasn't mm. really hit properly by then, which would be good. Yeah. Oh, uh, pack a jumper. Uh, round 17 against the Roosters. That's at Allianz Stadium. I still haven't been to Allianz Stadium. Uh, that's a Sunday evening, quarter past six. Uh, try and, yeah, I really want to see the new stadium. I haven't been there yet. Uh, round 19, Sharkies at Cronulla. I feel like we haven't played at Cronulla for a while. Maybe, have we played at Cronulla think, since COVID? I think, t- no, I think 2019 was the last time we played them there. Yeah, yeah. It, I feel, it, it, it feels like a while. while. Since we've played at Shark Park, so that's a Friday prime time, eight PM, round nineteen. Uh, this one I'm looking forward to. So we're playing the Bunnies up uh, in the place of my birth in Gosford. Uh, that's a Saturday afternoon. All my family up the coast, basically, yeah, the family 
are full of Tigers or Rabbitohs fans. So we're already um, planning to go to that one. So Saturday afternoon, watch the footy and then head over to Central Coast Leagues, have a feed, um, hopefully celebrate a win over the filthy bunnies and then go to Club Troppo after it. Uh, round 21, the Warriors over in Auckland. Uh, what's the time slot there, As I've actually left that off. My 6 p.m. Friday, 6 Friday, 6 p.m. Um, and then last uh, away game of the year is Knights up in Newcastle on a Sunday afternoon in round 23. Any to add for those road games, As? Just a just a little note there that um, that nineteen twenty twenty one could be a tough little stretch. Obviously, it's three mm. away games in a row, culminating in a trip down to New Zealand. Um, then we come back to uh, just double check the turnaround for that game. I think that one might be a Cowboys. Know, that's a right. Yeah, that's a six day turnaround to a Thursday game. Like so that's not yeah. bad. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, looking forward to Tigers have a pretty um, good record at Gosford, I think. And we, I don't know if this is true, but it was true for a while that uh, most of the crowd records at uh, what is this, this? I don't even know what the stadium's called. It's, um, it used to be North Power Stadium, then it was Blue Tongue Stadium, uh, Central Coast Express Advocate Stadium. That newspaper doesn't even exist anymore, I don't think. Um, Someone in the comments. It is, any, it any is now called. Let us know. But just... we always draw. There's a lot of a lot of West Tigers fans up the Central Coast, so we always draw a big crowd and Souths as well. I, I reckon that'll sell out Saturday afternoon. Industry Group Stadium. Industry. There you go. No idea what they do. Industry Group. I'm assuming it's something to do with trades or some something. But um, that's what that stadium. It was I think it was a Master Foods stadium at one point. I know Master Foods are big because uh, they're based up in Tugra, I believe, and they sponsor the Mariners. I think they had something to do with um, – let's just call it Graham Park. That's what it used to be. I only, I only know it as Central Coast Stadium. <laughs> I, I played on that ground before it was a stadium back in the uh, – against the, the Gosford Giants when I was a kid. It was just like a red – Little red grandstand back before, um, back before they even built the bridge. Uh, what's it called? The something, uh, something McGowan Brian, I think it's Brian McGowan Bridge, the big bridge that goes next to it. That wasn't even built, uh, back then. That's how old I am. I remember having a this basically a bridge that goes over the train line. That was the only way to get to the freeway, was to drive over that little bridge. We didn't have. Yeah, so traffic would be a nightmare. Uh, yeah, there's my little Central Coast history lesson for everyone for tonight. Uh, origin rounds. So uh, I think I've got this right, As. So 13, we've got the bye. Uh, Raiders round 16 and then Sharks round 19. That's correct. So, yeah, those are the rounds where teams have been selected and players aren't available to play for their clubs. Um, and then obviously the round directly after each of those is the one where players may or may not back up. So I think, so that would be 14, which was our Friday night. So that's literally two days after game one. Round 17 is four days, is the Roosters four days after game two. And round 20 is the Rabbits three days after game three. So yeah, teams may or may not back up their players. Um, it'd be kind of a wait and see thing. Uh, for what teams do have origin players, you'd expect though, a few of those clubs I mentioned to have some players. So that'll that could potentially do us some favors in that middle of the season there, mm. when we've where we've only got that one by, which, like I said before, makes it a bit more challenging in that period. Yeah, the Raiders. The top of my head, I can't think who from the Raiders might play. Papali. Well, they had Hudson Young this year. Papali is retired from Origin. He retired from um, Origin, yeah. So he'll play. Yeah, they had they had Hudson Young. Um, I don't know if he'll be selected again. Obviously, depending on form, but mm. I can't think of anyone off the top of my head who they and have. For the maybe Darkies, Nico. Nico Hines, maybe. Uh, yeah, can't trying to think. 
any other sharkies would make it. Probably not. Not off the top uh, of our heads anyway. We're still a long way away from that one. Yeah, <laughs> Matt, maybe Matt Moylan. Uh, time slot. So it's just a time slot breakdown. So uh, a lot of Saturdays next year. So we have out of the 24 games, we have uh, 10, 10 Saturdays and only four Sunday afternoons, uh, five Fridays, only two of them being prime time. So how many Channel 9 games we got there? Two Thursdays, eight. two Fridays, four, eight. So eight out of 20. Any third, not much Tigers on Channel 9. Who cares? I'll, watch, I'll be at the game or watching KO anyway. So not that I it's really a, care. It's a, bit, it's a bit different as well because I think prior to the – like the 2020 season getting re the draw getting redone because of the COVID shutdown and they, how they shrunk it prior to then we were a team that pretty much got like a 50, 50 split of prime time or like televised games and games that were only like exclusive to Fox. So obviously results have probably indicated that we've slipped down a little bit in their pecking order. Most of the games we have that are on channel nine are like big rivalry games. A fair chunk of them are away. Um, but the other thing that, in, that, confused me a little bit is the fact that we have had such a decrease in Sunday games. They mm. almost always give us like 12, 13, 14 Sunday games and to only mm. have six this season is very different. Like we are predominantly on Saturdays. I think, yeah, we have, I think maybe the most Saturday three o'clock games out of yeah. every team, which is a bit different. Um, we do have those two Thursdays, both of them are late in the season. So those are might- probably the unfortunate ones. You might miss some Swannies games as... I have to wait till that draw comes out. Mm, going to have to match them up. Uh, righto, NRLW draw as. I'll let you handle that one. All right, so we've got a split of four home games and five away. Our four home games, we have two at Campbelltown, which are round one against the Raiders and round four against the Eels. The other two home games, round five and round eight, against the Broncos and the Dragons are both at Leichhardt. We play um, all the other teams away, finishing with the Sharks. So I I like and I dislike this draw for various reasons. The thing I like about it is that we do have more home games at our actual home venues this year, and that's probably mm. a bit of a correlation between the men's uh, team having more home games at the suburban venues. But what I don't like is that none of our home games are double headers with the men's team. Mm. Our women's team played two double headers that are away games where the home team plays a different team to the Tigers in the men's. So we literally have no double headers where we can go and watch both our Tigers men and women at Mm. the same time, home or away. What makes this more annoying for me is the fact I'll use, I think it was the Eels was my example. I had that that round four game against the Eels. Mm. We've got the Eels at Campbelltown on Sunday, August 18, while we have the Rabbitohs at Campbelltown on Saturday, August 17. So Mm. for those of us who don't live local to Campbelltown, we ha- if we go to both if we want to go to both games we have mm. to go on both saturday and sunday and i don't see the point or the reason why they couldn't just make it a double header mm. having both teams on the same day um and like the fact that we don't get to do that at all this season is really frustrating and i think the nrl is showing a little bit of bias towards certain teams again um i'm also not a fan of the fact that we only have four home games again considering we only had four last year and only two of this year, I should say, two of this year's were at our proper home venues. The other two were a part of double headers. I thought the NRL could at least give us a fifth home game to sort of make up for that. But what I did notice is all the teams that do have five home games, one of them is played not at their venue or not at their traditional venue because it's usually a part of a double header or something like that. Okay. Like I'm pretty sure the Raiders have five home games and one of them is being played at like Cogra or something, but yeah. So there's a bit to like about the draw. Obviously it's a much more even draw considering you only play every team once. 
Um, we do have some of the teams we had away last time at home. So that's a nice little change there. But yeah, overall, I'm looking forward to watching the girls again. We'll have some signings to make. For sure. This is, this is considerably later in the season, considering we're at round one. Um, the first game of round one, not for us, but for any team, is on Saturday, July 27. So mm. bit of time between now and then, but it's nice yep. to have both draws out at the same time this time. And I guess what the last three rounds are the men's semi final. Just the last season. two. Last two. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So round, so round end, seven lines up with round 27. Do the girls play on the same day as the men? Like, are there any clashes with the men games or are they all on separate days? No, all on separate days. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's good and bad because if you go to a men's game, at least you can still watch the girls. But yeah, like you said, they're both playing Campbelltown the same weekend. How would you not playing home games at Campbelltown the same weekend? They couldn't put them at the same venue. It doesn't sure it saves money too because you mm-hmm. don't have to pay hire as much staff. You got to hire two lots of staff to man the stadium. And, and I'll add as yeah. well that um, that round twenty four that weekend, both of them are being both games are being broadcast on Channel Nine. So Channel Nine have to set up at both games. They could have just mm. made them the same day. It would have made a They'd bit probably more leave sense it there, to... I guess. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's just one of those those strange ones. Just one of those mm. things of with the draw that I really just don't freaking like. Yeah, yeah, they kind of suck. So, um, yeah, are the venues all? So you said a few of the venues are part of double headers. As so, we're playing Canberra in Canberra. Uh, Titans in there, like are any of the grounds. We're playing, we're playing Canberra at Camp. Uh, we're playing Canberra at Campbelltown. Right, it's a home game. Duh. Okay. Yeah. Um. So the the ones that are part of double headers, I believe, are our round two game. The Titans girls are playing. I don't remember who. It might be the Knights or something. The same day. Um. And the Knights game in round six is a double header for the Knights because obviously we have a bye that weekend, so that's no issue there. Um, we play the Roosters in Gosford as well, by the way, Josh. That's um, mm. that round three game on the 10th of August, which is my dad's birthday. Um, that's a Gosford game as well. Happy birthday, Mr. Thompson, for 10th of August. Uh, so is that a head? That's a, is there an NRL game after it? I don't think so. I haven't 100% yeah, right. checked all everything, but I don't believe it is. Yeah, the Roosters are really making the Central Coast their own. Obviously, um, yeah, hooking up with the the Wyong Roos for their New South Wales Cup side as well. They're, um, yeah, I guess it's a smart move because there's a lot more rugby league fans up there than there are in the eastern suburbs. So, um, yeah, good on them. Someone has to take that area. Uh, that's just about does it. Anything else you want to add to the before we, yeah, head off? Like I said, we'll probably have an episode in the not-too-distant future because, yeah, whispers are hap- whispers are going around that, um, yeah, the uh, the independent review results are going to start um, bearing fruit. So we'll, I'm sure we'll be on the air in the not-too-distant future, but anything else to add, As um, overall, I think our draws are fairly solid, especially our men's. We've got a we've got a decent mix of like home games and away games in there. It's nice to obviously it's great to be getting back to our suburban grounds, and I'm looking forward to going to more games out at those venues. Um, some of the some of the more fr- family friendly time slots is is good to see. Uh, just this extra excess Saturday games is weird, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to. I'll hopefully try and get to some away games as well. I'm also contemplating going to Magic Round because I'd really like to experience that. The only problem with that is the nervous wait of waiting until game mm. number eight to see my team play. But um, yeah, yeah, it it should hopefully be a better season. Hopefully, well, like Benji said in a in a press conference the other day, um, he wants to have a team. He wants to like build a team that fans can be proud of again. We can be proud to wear the jersey, things like that. And and he also mentioned like it's not, like whatever he says doesn't really matter at this point. It's the results that are going to do the talking and. We have to obviously wait a little bit longer to see them do the talking considering the round one by. But yeah, hopefully we're, we've got a good season ahead of us. Um, draw release time is the time where 
16 clubs get renewed optimism while one of them sitting back drinking their their champers after winning a grand final. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. I'm at the point now where it's a new season. I'm getting excited for it. Mem- memberships bought with the membership too. If there is, a lot of people have said um, they said this in the survey that we did uh, at the end of this season. They said they'll get a membership if management, uh, yeah, basically if there's changes in management. So I I hope that if and when that happens, I hope a lot of people do go and get a membership and show the club they were serious about that. So um, that's what the issue could, was. Just, yeah. yeah. A fresh start. Yeah. Some fresh faces in the playing fresh faces running the joint as well. So yeah. So put your money where your mouth is 2023, 2024. Fuck me. I've done it. The start of the episode in the graphic and the end of the episode <laughs> got the year wrong. 2024, new beginnings, new era, no more wooden spoons hopefully. Um, to finish tonight, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, Gussie Harris, um, the musical legend that he... You haven't seen him in the comments tonight. Gussie must have not realised we're on air tonight. But um, he, being the musician, I had the idea... Um, one of my favourite songs of all time is 1985 by Bowling for Soup. I was just randomly at the gym one day thinking how that song is basically old enough now that they could do an updated version. I thought, oh, 2005. And I thought, hey, 2005, West Tigers. So wrote a few lyrics down in my spare time um, and then sent them to Gussie Harris and he put this together, uh, this song. So this is available on our YouTube channel if you want to, um, yeah, listen to it again. But, um, yeah, to finish tonight's show, here is uh, the song 2005 by the great Gussie Harris and, uh, yeah, written written by yours truly. As always, as go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Justin built the walls, used to recast it all. One man's act dismay, cause he was MIA. Seven coaches out the door, and she's did it before. Nine years with one man, what happened to his plan? Who's gonna be the lightest? Who's gonna get back farms? Who's gonna improve the clouds? Yeah, he was Penrith's boss. He's made out and clear it. It's now the enemy. Looks at his profit line. So it's looking alright Since Benji and Farron Waited for me Carter They were Bajo and Patty And Hannah swearing on TV He's chairman and flashes We'll tell him that he's still focused The Tigers are preoccupied Two thousand, two thousand, two thousand and five Seasons got the classics, and fans know every try. Marshall skips, then the flip for Fat Richard's pie. We packed out the stands, everyone was a fan. Thought we'd get cashing in from the boss of Maritain. Where's the honey goes? On the jersey scenes. And why's the chair guy also sponsoring out of teams? Why is the club reality TV? Whatever happens to happen, players Not you on the radio with Benji and Farron Waiting for me, Potter, it was Ojo and Patty And Hunter swearing on TV is chairman in flashes Thinking that he's still booked with the Tigers I'll be occupied Bring back Benji and Barry, waiting for me, Potter. 
in harness, wearing on TV, jamming in classrooms, thinking that he's still cool, 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 Thinking that he's still cool, 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 target not preoccupied. 2000, 2000, 2005.